Hi, everybody. It's Jackie Schwab back with the Press Play Lifestyle Inspired Podcast, where we do interviews with people like our friend Carly here on topics that help our listeners, that's you, find the resources, tools, and support they need to be their best inspired selves. So how are you doing today, Carly? I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you for uh, making time in your day. It's like lunchish time around here. So, um, so why don't you just tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself? Yeah, of course. So I'm Carly Myers. I'm the founder of the Stress Less Company. And what I do is I help people who are overworked, overwhelmed, on the verge of burnout, relieve stress so that not only can we find more joy, but we can find time for the things that are most important to us. So what, like, how did you get into a profession like that? Like, what's the story behind the story? Oh my goodness. I think we're all going to have to take a deep breath before we go, <laughs> go down that road, right? Yeah. So, um, I actually, I do want to actually give a trigger warning because I'm going to share my personal experience. So when I was about 12 years old, I experienced a childhood trauma. A man was actually murdered in my home and my mom was shot three times. Oh my. And yeah, so that was a really, really crazy experience. And it really came out of the fact that, so my parents, around that time, my parents um, decided to get separated, which is funny because I just w listened to your last episode on divorce and all of that. But um, they decided to get separated and uh, just because things weren't working out. So they went their own way. Mm -hmm. And my mom started dating again. And she ended up dating a, a guy. Things were starting to progress. Uh, and my dad decided, hey, I'm going to do some research on this guy and figure out who the heck he is because he's spending time with my ex-wife and my kids. Um, good overprotective dad. <laughs> and so he actually does some research on him, pulls up his uh, information and finds out to his dismay that this guy has a history of domestic violence and that he was still on parole for it. Oof. And yeah, so he goes, he goes to my mom and tells her what's up, tells her everything that's going on. And so my mom breaks it off. Um, she doesn't, of course, she does not tell this guy she knows about everything. She's not like, hey, I heard you have a history of domestic violence. And but, that might have triggered something. Right? Yeah. Not, you know, none of that. But she does the thing that everybody, you know, each, every one of us has probably done, which is like, it's not you, it's me. You know, I thought I was ready, but I'm not. And so they break it off and my mom starts dating again, not thinking anything of it. Well, a few weeks or a few months later, that ex-boyfriend broke into my childhood home, killed her new boyfriend and tried to kill her. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and while my mom ended up surviving, thank goodness for everybody who's been holding their breaths <laughs> the whole time, right? She's alive and well. And um, yes, she had to like, she had to learn how to walk again, how to, how to swallow again, like how to the whole nine yards. Oh, wow. um, I really struggled for a long time. I struggled with PTSD, with jumpiness, with stress, with overwhelm. And for the first, I struggled with that for about 10 years. And the first five years of that or so, I kept it all to myself. I didn't tell anybody about it. I didn't want to be a burden, as you, if you will. And uh, I slowly started to open myself up. And I would say things to people like, hey, I'm, I'm, over, I'm overwhelmed. Or like, hey, I'm stressed out. Uh, hey, I'm just struggling right now. Any advice? And I would get the same answers over and over and over again. 
like Carly, just meditate. Carly, just, you know, exercise. Carly, just go to yoga. Carly, just insert, you know, mainstream, mainstream approach here, whether it's therapy or, you know, any of it. Are you drinking enough water? <laughs> you know, like all of it. And I was so desperate for change because I was struggling so much that I was doing everything that everyone was telling me to do. And yet none of these, you know, five to six mainstream approaches were working. They would help a little bit, but they would, they weren't getting me over that hump. And so it took me 10 years of doing things that didn't work, 10 years of exploring, 10 years of struggling before I figured out the thing that worked for me, which at the time was art making and creativity. And I realized that there is no, like, that's when I learned that there's no one size fits all when it comes to stress management. There is like, there's no cure all. And so the stress less company was really born out of that. First of all, being me being upset, being, you know, quite angry. Like, why isn't anybody talking about this? I wasted 10 years of my life suffering because nobody's having this conversation. And so this is why the stress less company exists because it's time for us to start having the conversation about that there is no one size fits all. How do we find uniquely what works for you so that we can get out of struggle, out of stress, out of whatever it is and into that state of joy or contentment or peace or whatever that beautiful state of mind that you want to be in. Whatever your preferred angle is. Exactly. That's beautiful. So um, in addition to the less stress company, then are you an artist? I am an artist. I do make artwork in my free, my spare time. Yes. Are any of the paintings in the back yours? No, actually. <sighs> oh, you have to put something up. I oh know. I have, um, so the paintings that you're referencing behind me are actually, and I'm turning away from my mic, but they're actually, uh, my partner is a painter as well. So I ended up finding somebody who is also artistic and expresses themselves that way. But I actually do a lot of multimedia. So I like to use different materials and, and get my hands dirty and use power tools and the whole nine yards. Yeah, that's wonderful. You know, it's, it's, I, I love the perspective of there's not a one size fits all approach. Um, I have a friend, interestingly, an artist um, who is very, very overwhelmed in his work. And he is a graphic artist in his day job, right? And we're, we're and I was coaching him on, he was going to get a new job. That's what he thought was going on. And good coaches, as I'm, you're clearly, you are, right? Um, we don't come in with the answers. We come in with the questions to, because usually we know some of our own truth. And it turned out that he hadn't painted in like five years. And he like went to college, like Columbia to be a painter. Like that, that's mm -hmm. his whole life was art. And he is an installation artist, which I honestly don't know what that is, but um I could assume, but I don't know. Uh, and we're talking and I was, and I was just like, when's the last time you did art of any form, you know? And he's like, I don't know. Like, I don't really know. And between the time that we talked that time and the next time we got together, he had started painting and he didn't end up leaving the job. The job ended up leaving him eventually, which was great. But, um, he just needed to paint. He was, that's who he was, but he was doing all of the things everyone said, right? He was, yep. he was working out and that wasn't helping and he was eating better and losing weight and meditating and he's from Oregon. So he's doing all the things, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's like, but I'm just so, I'm so wound up and he's actually a very Zen guy, but he, 
just couldn't get over the hump. And for him, it was, he's a painter who also has a job, but that wasn't painting. Mm-hmm. And, and it was really, really hard. It just made it even more in terms of the stress. So not well, the, not the trigger that you had or not the, like the major past piece, but for a creative, you know, I'm a writer. I write. If I don't write, I get, it's like writing constipation, right? Yeah. <laughs> you get the pain that comes along with it. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but not everyone, like that would be a terrible idea if I suggested writing to maybe you, maybe you're like, yeah, oh, oh no, there's no Please like no. jackhammers in that. What are you kidding me? So I, I love that you're, you're taking a time and whatever we don't talk about, we continue to bring about, right? It just keeps yeah. happening. Well, and you know, what's interesting about the short story that you shared is that, you know, he looked like a pretty Zen guy. I think a lot of us, we come off like we have it all together. I mean, that's why all of us look at Instagram or at Facebook or whatever social media platform. And we're like, the grass is greener because everybody looks like they have it together. But the reality is, is that we have, we all have our, our own internal battles. And, you know, one of the things that I teach my clients and I, I actually travel around and I do professional speaking as well is this thing called creative stress reduction. And my rule of thumb is like the def- how I would define that is that it's any activity, like there are no restrictions, like any activity that takes us out of fight or flight mode, fight, flight, or fight, flight, or freeze mode and into a state of play or flow. So it can be painting if you're an artist, it can be cooking, it can be playing with your dog, like it can literally be anything as long as it gets you out of that fight or flight mode and into a state of play. And when we do that, we're able to step out of stress and we're able to start thinking more clearly and make better decisions about what's best for us. So for like your story, you know, that's great. He got painting again and then he realized it wasn't the job that was the problem after all, that it was his unhappiness, his perspective on life. And I think that's the thing that stress does to us is we, it changes our whole perspective. It's like we put on a, like a filter, the way we move through life and it just doesn't serve us. So doing the creative stress reduction to get out of stress so we can think clearly is huge. Yeah. I was literally speaking to someone the other day about like stress relief. And um, I love to, a lot of people will just call it, just find a hobby, but there's a little more to it, right? Like you said, it's like getting out of like, if your hobby is something that's like, oh, I have, I'm a hobby painter, but I have a commission piece. Eh, probably stressful, right? You're like, you gotta have it done by a certain time. Like that's, that's not kind of what you're going for. And I, I crochet, probably not the sexiest, funnest thing for a lot of people, but you know what? I'm, I'm not, I'm just like numbing out and doing my thing and I'm completely flow and not thinking, but thinking. And it, that's, that works for me. That would not work for my friend at all who doesn't know how to use a crochet needle. Right. So I, I love, yeah. I love that perspective that it's super unique and, and, and you've appeared on a lot of things. So you didn't toot your own horn. So I'm going to, um, you're on good day, Philadelphia, Fox 29, the Philadelphia Inquirer, Philly magazine, uh, Holy magazine. So, you know, you've, you've been really going out there and trying to get this message out to the community and I think that's pretty inspirational. It's, I mean, you took something that sucked and tried to help other people not have to go through that. And that's, that's pretty amazing. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. So what's your favorite um, personal technique? Like, is there something, since you're like, maybe mainstream doesn't always work, but is there something for you that you just, is your go-to? 
Oh my goodness. I love, so I'll tell you about, I'll tell you two things. So the first one is something that I did recently. So I was at a conference in Baltimore and Maryland recently, and I was speaking, uh, and, um, a, there was a lot of, there was, it was such a great conference, but we were all talking about creative stress reduction and it's getting hot in here. I don't know if you know that song. Yeah, it came on and I have to tell you that was the best creative stress reduction I think I've done all month is just breaking it down, dancing, dancing on that dance yeah. floor to that song. Hilarious, amazing. And it brought out all of the, all of the dance moves. So dancing is huge for me. And then, um, I, I also love singing karaoke Any like try, try, like get me in a karaoke room and I will take, <laughs> will take over. And it's ironic because I live in the city and I know we talked about, you've talked about country music actually on your last episode. Uh, I sing country music cause I grew up in Maryland. Oh, yay. Yeah. It's, it's super fun, but it's also a shock factor a little bit in, in Philadelphia because people don't really listen to country music. <laughs> Yeah, they'd probably be expecting me to bust out with some Eminem or like my baby's got back or um, <laughs> Ice Ice Baby is the other one that I karaoke because it's already broken, right? So you can mess it up. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those are definitely my two favorite. And then I have, you know, my, my more low key ones. Like I'll, um, I'll sit on the, on the ground in my living room floor and my dog, I'll sit a certain way and my dog will come and sit in my lap and I'll just, I'll, you know, rub his ears behind his ears and things like that. But yeah, it, it's literally can be anything. And for me, it's definitely, it, I go from super fiery and goofy to just chilling and I knit, I don't crochet, I knit. So Too many needles ranges. knitting for me. Too many needles. Oh, <laughs> see, I think not enough needles when... <laughs> So do you, do you, and you mentioned your partner, do you and your partner have, um, like, do you have any things that you do together to reduce stress or are all of your techniques individual? Yeah, we do actually. So usually we take on some projects around the house. Uh, that's our thing. We like to build things, use power tools. So our most recent project, I think, I think that was our most recent project. Um, or the one I'm most excited about most recently is we built a little free library. Oh, those are so cute. Yeah. So we built a little free library and that whole project was really, really fun. And it, it really helps to bond as well. So yeah, I mean, it can be individual. It can be one-on-one if you, if you spend all day on the phone or you spend all day working with people and you need that alone time, or if you spend all day isolated, it can be good to bring in other people. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have like, what's the goofiest thing that someone came up with as like a stress reliever where you're like, all right, dude, you do you, but whoa. (laughs) I'm trying to think of, I had a really, I did a speaking engagement in this, in New Jersey a few weeks ago and I got, what was it? It was such a bizarre one. It was not fly fishing, but it was something similar. Um, I'm blanking on it. It was something similar that with fly fishing, but it was, there was no fishing involved. It was, you throw something. I don't even fully understand the sport, but if if your listeners have any idea what I'm talking about. (laughs) Like, somebody tell us, please, right? Tell me what it is because I'm going to have to relook it up. And, you know, I've had clients as well. Like, I had a client who specifically dancing to 80s music works, and she works at a uh, university. So, when she gets stressed out, luckily she has her own office. 
she'll close the door, turn on her 80s music and dance. And every time I picture that, I just laugh because I just can't imagine what happens. Like if like the dean or somebody knocks on her door and is like, what are you doing? Yeah, what's going on in there? <laughs> I hear some hair bands. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Well, it's good to have a good sense of humor, right? Like if things are coming up. Um, what was your favorite speaking gig? Ooh, that's a great question. Oh man. Um, let me think back through. Wow. That's, let me think here. I, I speak, so I speak constantly. I'm probably speaking like anywhere from five to 10 times a month. So there's so many great groups. I have to tell you that I love speaking for, I love speaking for women's groups because women are not afraid to give you a little sass. They're not afraid to get up and dance. They are not, afraid. <laughs> we're just less afraid. I think when it comes to pulling out the creative stress reduction, um, man, what is my most favorite one? I'm going to have to get back to you after the show on that one. So do you have one that was like awful? Oh, you know, a few years ago, that one's easier to answer. Isn't that funny? A few years ago, I did a speaking engagement for um, a group of lawyers. Okay. I was like, don't Unless, tell them exactly. You don't want to get yourself in trouble. No, I did a, a, a speaking engagement for a group of lawyers and it wasn't the worst, but it was definitely a tough crowd. And I learned so much from that group of people because um, anybody that's in that profession or in um, like attorneys, lawyers, even nurses and doctors, they've been trained to turn their emotions off. And so uh, leading with creative stress reduction doesn't always work with that, that community. And really that was actually, I would say it wasn't the worst, but it was just the toughest because we have to untrain all of the suppressed emotions, all of the, like all of the trauma that, that we've pushed down. And so I would say that was one of probably the toughest crowds that I've spoken for. Yeah, I could see that because I know, um, so I had a, things in my childhood as well. And um, I remember going to a conference for me that was very uncomfortable. It was a health coach institute. They have this, they're a very lively group of ladies and they're very woo and they have like a lot of woo-ness. And I, like I spent 20 years as a software developer about as far away from woo as you could get at that point. I've, I've transitioned some now I'm tech woo. I'm okay, but, okay, um, all right. but everyone was hugging and like wanting to sing and dancing and touching me. And I'm like, why are you touching me? Like, <laughs> like, personal bubble, please. I have a bubble and it's this whole room and all of you are in it. So please stop touching me. And I remember like, I was like, I was telling my husband about it and he's like, you this is, it sounds so fun. And I'm like, it's not fun. This is not fun. I'm so freaked out. And I think if I went now, it would be less freaky. Like, I, yeah. you know, I had to get to a certain place, but um, I hadn't, I didn't really, I always like shut off all the scary stuff or all the, if I was afraid, I was super tough. Like I'm mm -hmm. super tough. I'm fine. Yeah. And you know, I find the best, the best groups of people to speak for are the people that understand, like they understand when it's, time to loosen up and be a little wild but they also understand consent they all like not even just in the in the sexual realm but like can i hug you before the hug comes in yeah right? there's like a middle yeah and i they were definitely on the right side of that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of love going on be yourself but respect other people's space right so um but yeah i, I always like the 
I always like speaking for people that are authentic and they are themselves. But also, you know, we, I, what's really, really important to me because we are addressing really tough stuff is that we create a really safe environment for everyone. Yeah. Well, you don't want to cause any more like triggers or trauma or, you know, any other short circuits that are going to cause, you know, you to do the opposite of what you were trying to go there and do. Right. So do you have like siblings at all that I, I do. I have an older sister. She's five years older than me. Oh, so you're the baby. I am the baby. <laughs> I'm going to have to send her this episode. She's going to be like, yeah, that's dang right. Dang so right, you're I'm, the baby. I'm the older one. I'm in charge here. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um, are there any kind of parting words or any way um, people could get in touch with you? If they, It sounds like you're open to speaking. Um, you're also you know, coaching people who are kind of going through things. I don't know if you work with individuals or companies. So like, what's that look like for you? Yeah. So in terms of speaking, I, I speak all over. I speak for any group, including lawyers. I've since learned how to, how to navigate even the toughest of professions. Um, and if you're, I would say that if you're listening and you feel overworked, over, like overwhelmed, stressed, I'm, I also offer the opportunity for you to apply for a complimentary stress less clarity session. And so that's really a phone call. It's a 30 minute phone call to get to the root of your stress and to create an action plan for you to step out of it and see if there's a good fit for working together. Because at the end of the day, what I don't want, and I don't think you want it either, right? Is for to waste 10 years of your life or however, like way more time than you need to stressing, being overwhelmed or triggered. Yeah. Um, and so in order to grab that, what you can do is you can go to stresslessco.com slash apply. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll have, um, that in the show notes. And if there's any other links that you want to share, I know we have your website and we also have, um, your application for a clarity call. And of course, if anything else comes along, let us know if you have speaking gigs so we can share with the audience. But um, it was really nice meeting you. And thank you so much for taking time with us today. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Well, you have a great day. Bye-bye.